Hey, wonderfuls, welcome to episode 349 with my wonderful guest, Susan Yeagley. You may know her best if you're a Parks and Rec fan as uh, Jessica Wicks on that phenomenal show. Um, but she is absolutely one of those ubiquitous actresses that you're like, oh my gosh, I've seen her in so much stuff. She is fantastically funny with such a great time, and I am sure you will enjoy this episode. So sure, in fact, that I'm going to ask you to take this moment. Yes, this moment. Yes, this moment, this very day, to go ahead and rate the show positively on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, it is just a way for people to find the show. I am trying to get better about asking people to do so because it's. I think it's one of those things, like for me, I need to be told about 20 times uh, that I should do that, and then I finally do it. So um, for those of you who already have, I thank you. I adore you. For those who haven't, consider giving me 30 seconds of your day in addition to listening to this fun podcast episode. All right, everybody, talk to you soon. Enjoy this app. Ugh. You know what's funny is that I... I did select pink. Like, I knew I was going to see you. We don't know each other. No, we don't. We, I so, feel we do, but we don't. We're Yes. We're but there's no, like... Cut from the same cloth. I think absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also feel like, and this does not have to be true on your side, but I I have friends, like, in the Groundlings and stuff who are like, I can't believe you and Susan are friends. You guys would get along so great. So I've already built yeah. a pretend friendship. Oh, that's great. Which... And we've never and been we are green, best, And in my world, we're together. best friends. Right? No. Oh, no. no. But I did, but I, for some reason, I was like, what am I going to put on? Because I wasn't going to stay in my pajamas. I don't know. I shrugged because there's, this was like a 50-50 that I would. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to wear a pink shirt. I like And then pink you showed gingham. up in pink. I know. I just thought today that? it was Best a little friend? overcast. Yeah. And I thought, we'll just be the pink ladies. And then it became extremely bright, mm-hmm. as it does mm-hmm. often in LA. Yes. Uh, you live on a different side of town, not disclosing either side of town that anyone lives on. Uh, <laughs> do you get, do you get more, you certainly have nicer temperatures, which I'm very envious of, but um, do you get like fog that yeah, sort of lingers? Yeah, we get a lot of fog. We I get mountain that. lions, coyotes, yeah, fog. Same, same. You get my, oh, you, you've got, you oh, see all of it here? yes. <gasps> P-22 is the famous mountain lion that lives in Griffith Park. I guess I've revealed that I live near Griffith Park. P.S. Okay. I've done that many times. Okay. Uh, that that guy, that guy has been sighted in our neighborhood. People are little, like someone took a picture of it on their back porch once. Wow. So people with dogs have to be a little careful. Okay. Same? Mountain yeah, lions? Or small children. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. mountain lions. I've not seen mountain lions. I've seen coyote. I've seen lots of critters because I'm penguins? from the south. No. No penguins and no duck pill platypus yet. Yet. But um, yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they tag the mountain lions. I, I'm fascinated by it. The fact that we have bobcats and mountain lions. I know, right? It, it's just, I feel like I, we live in a zoo. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. What about deer? Lots of them. Surely, oh, yes. surely them. deer. Lots of deer. Raccoons? Raccoons. I don't see any opossum. My Can case. I, is it annoying to say opossum? Should I just do say possum? Why? Just do, possum. When did oh, that drives me crazy. Off. The opossum, when people yeah. say opossum, it's but just possum. It, it is. Do we let it ride? Is it like wisdom teeth? Is it going away? But wait, is it, oh, but now which one is it? Is it an I opossum? think it's possum. Oh, really? But Where I, did opossum come from? Uh, opossum, my possum. It's probably old English. You know, oh, like when you spell it as shock, S H O P P E, old uh-huh. English. You know? <laughs> also, two P's and an E in possum, weirdly. 
Uh, that's just how it worked back back in the day. Do you, do you did you have to go when you were in uh, English in I don't know if it was for me it was high school but English mm-hmm. in college or, or high school did you go through the whole sort of like here's what Chaucer's uh, old English or Middle English really sounded like and then someone comes in or they play a recording of what that actually sounded like. Uh, no, have you ever heard it? No, so you went to a very fancy school because I I, I, I I sure sure didn't. You sure didn't. Just a public <laughs> school. Just a big old public high school. My, just so you know, so we can lower the bar underneath uh-huh. <laughs> the, the ground right now. Yes. Dig, My dig a hole. Dig a hole. fifth grade teacher used to read the Amityville Horror to us. <laughs> that was, a, she would what? read a chapter after lunch every day until <sighs> I went home and complained to my mom. My mom went to the principal's office and complained. And then there was a lot of venom towards me because I was the girl who ended the Amityville Horror being read. Yeah. Um, You're the, you, the, you actually were the horror. I was. That ended the Amityville The Yagleyville horror. horror. Yes, I was. I'm so sorry. I, uh, I'm trying to think if anybody did like inappropriately scary or inappropriately adult. Like if there was anything like that where, mm-hmm. you know, parents would get in a kerfuffle or anything like that when I was younger. There was I don't think so we had. much. But I'm from Tucson and you're from the South. So it already seems like. It was, it's you know. very vibrant in the South and colorful. And there's so many characters yeah. of things going on. I mean, my, the same teacher who read the Amityville Horror, she would go out the discos at night because this was in the eighties and she would say, <laughs> Susan, what size is your foot? And I had a pretty big size foot for that age for fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So she would have me wear her chartreuse platform heels around the classroom for a couple hours to stretch them out. So when she went to the disco at night, they'd be ready to fly. And we've she, established that's child labor. That. That is 100 percent child, child labor. labor. Yes, and oh, so she, I would bad. take off my shoes and I would put on her heels and I'd walk around. I mean, it was it was bananas. What what was going on at the school? That I, I can't <laughs> believe it. Now, where was this? In Tennessee. In Tennessee, this was in a smaller town outside of Nashville. Okay, called Hendersonville. Okay, so I did the public schools there from kindergarten to tenth grade. Then tenth grade. I just, I said to my mom and dad, I really so badly want to go to a, uh, a fancy private school mm-hmm. and where people are going Do you on. Do that that's the term have, you used? I said, And did you say it in a hushed tone I, like I, that? I whispered it. I don't want to offend And I wore this, this pink room. sweater and I said, <laughs> I said, I'd like to go to, to a school where people actually go on and do stuff yeah. after. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, rather than, well... I don't want to make fun of anybody that went to that school, but right. <clears throat> anyway, so I moved to a really great fancy private school, 10th grade, and then did 10th, 11th, 12th grade in Nashville proper. Okay. Great school, university school, in Nashville. University school. USN. Mm-hmm. So that's like a, if you're, you, I mean, if you're using the word university in your you're high pretty school classy, title, Janet. that's braggy. That's, it's best. a little braggy. It was, uh, right smack dab on Vanderbilt's campus so oh, you felt sure. very collegiate yes, when you're 15, yes. yes oh I like that I like it a lot I went to yeah. I, I had only went to Nashville for the first time this last spring in May mm-hmm. and uh and I did walk through it is fun to go to other college campuses I yeah. hope I don't seem creepy but I really no, do just great. like sort of looking around and and uh, you know especially older universities like that um you know, I just didn't see anything like that growing up in the West. There isn't anything that really kind of right. has that flavor the to charm. it. charm. Very charming. Very charming. Yeah. A lot charming. more uh, bachelorettes riding those bars that oh, are also yes. bicycles. That's new to Nashville. Yeah. That, that whole yeah. scene of now. downtown and Broadway, that's new. Yeah. But you can, you know, hop outside of that area, which I recommend and going to the Loveless Cafe and getting biscuits and honey and yeah. two old hippies. There's so many great little places outside of 
of the downtown area yeah. too that you can go to. It's a little more peaceful. I don't want to turn this into this conversation because it's probably denser than we have time for. But I will say, um, I don't know. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but because I haven't really talked much about Nashville since I saw, but uh, Brandon and I walked from the sort of downtown area where like the hotels convent, you know, I was at a podcast convention. So from there we walked to a, like there was a place called milk and honey that was very lovely and sort of beyond that into the neighborhoods. Um, we, we went into this like charming sort of middle-class African-American essentially neighborhood just from, cause it was Sunday. So people were out in their yards and like cooking and it was so wonderful. And there's a beautiful view of downtown and we would, so we were walking along and then every like fourth house, there would just be, instead of just a single level house, there was like a weird concrete and glass, like townhouse duplex kind of thing, thing. Yeah. that was like super like, yeah, it was just very like, um, like, upper class white it was like it looked like it should be in like a ski mountain town kind oh, of interesting. uh and it was and and it's because people developers are going and making these families offers they can't refuse mm-hmm. but it was the most blatant gentrification like it was the right. most blatant like look at this charming old house and look at this like concrete steel and like faux wood mm-hmm. like wall-to-wall windows like you know just yeah. very sort of like scandy See, I would so go for the old house. I love the charm and the grit. It was very interesting. It was very interesting because you sort of you and the way that you experience gentrification in cities. I think a lot of the time it's it's like, oh look, we got we kicked all these people out and we gutted this building and now it's lofts, but it still kind of looks the same on the outside. This was so just like hey fuck you crass hey yeah. we don't want this to look at like anything in the neighborhood as it exists now so go ahead and just like get Ooh. used to this thing it was it was a strange feeling it was a strange feeling that's tough but it's one of those cities where i think that it has like it seems to have a, a really wonderful blend of multicultural stuff going on yes. and then also things that are very separate right which is true of a lot of places in the right. south um, it's just growing so much. It's blossoming and growing because I've been gone 30 years. So I go back probably three or four times a year. But to speak at the university school. That Right, to speak uh-huh, at the university sure. school, to cheerlead. I uh-huh. show up at games. It's awkward. <laughs> Don't limit yourself to the academia side no. of it. Get in there and pep. I had. I was a cheerleader. I didn't last long in high school. I was cheerleader for maybe three to four weeks. And I had this moment after cheering for this past, our team, our, our school didn't have a football team. It was okay. tiny, graduating class of 47 kids. Yeah. This is the fancy private school. Right. So we go in the locker room and I've been cheering for three weeks and then it hits me. I'm eating those jalapeno cheese game nachos uh-huh. that are all runny. <laughs> yes. You know those nachos? Wonderful. And I go, wait a minute, I'm going out here and cheering for boys. What? No one's cheering for me. Yeah. And I said, the other girls, no one's cheering for us. Why are we cheering for them? Why are yeah. we putting on these cute little short skirts and twirling around? Yeah. And I quit. Good for you. And I Wait, just, what were you, who were you cheering for? What I team were they? I was cheering for our basketball team. Oh, you did have, okay, we had so a basketball, you had a basketball team, team, but you didn't have a girls did, basketball team. Oh, that, yeah. Well, the, or you didn't I have think, a football team. I think we had a girls basketball yeah. team, but there were no cheerleaders for the girls right, basketball right, team. Right, right, right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a, this is a lot to unpack again. Yeah. It's like a women's studies class. Yeah. Um, well, but so that's, I feel like that's, cha- I mean, I don't know, because my dad was a cheerleader in college. That's awesome. So that's almost a thing where, where like, you see that less. So in those days, it almost was there were more boys and girls yeah. doing this thing that now we think of as this sort of like, you know, poten- depending on the sp- school and the team, potentially like overtly sexual female sort of 
right you know very kind of dance in the pageant of world seduction <laughs> yeah. right dance of seduction yeah. <laughs> coy yeah the yeah. whole thing not yeah. everywhere but certainly that's i'm sure we can all agree that you, sometimes you see young women cheering and you're like oh heavens i that's wow. a very short skirt. I. That's, a, that's a very short skirt. And what's underneath? So that? good for you. Yeah. You were just like, no, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I said, no, this I'm is not for me. I'm a lot of energy. Yeah, I'm going to save my energy. I'm going to start cheering for myself, you know? I love and it. Um, then I joined the school play. So after mm-hmm. that, I thought this is probably more in alignment for yeah. me. So that's a way of, you know what? That's a way of cheering oneself on. Isn't it? Is look at me, everyone. I'm performing and being wonderful. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg would be happy with my choice I'm, there. Couldn't be more sure. You know? Couldn't be more but sure. But if I wanted to be a cheerleader, not yes. to knock it. I would, I'd still be doing still it, be, right? <laughs> I would not be your Janet doing your podcast. There's two outcomes <laughs> possible, that or this. <laughs> or this. There's no gray area. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know yourself. That's important. Uh, what was the first, do you remember the first play that, that you went out for? And you uh, had not done that prior to that? Or I did had, you do some little play with it a little bit I when you were younger? I had done, starting at the age of 10 or 11, I started to do local commercials in Nashville. Oh. And I'd ask my parents. Was there a bustling I, scene? It, it was very small, but mm-hmm. still I would f- find my way around and sniff around. So I said to my mom, I said, make sure, is there any, any acting classes I can take? And so she would drive me around. And the acting classes in Nashville in the 80s were basically uh, reading a Shel Silverstein play about trees uh-huh. and coming dressed as a tree. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And then the next week when you nailed the hickory tree, yeah. you'd come back and do a butterfly. Oh, yeah. Or you'd do the giving tree and then act out all the characters in the giving tree, which were yeah. two characters. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that was that was acting classes in Nashville. But I, I got a little agent and I started audition. And usually I would go in, I'd be the only one up for the part. Uh, the only one going in, so I always got it. Oh, that's but wonderful. It's like I, being elected against no one when yeah, you're a politician. R- it was wonderful. Running unopposed. It's never happened since, Janet. I really wish you You know what? Your biography could be running unopposed, but then we find out that that's only a reference to you as a child actor doing commercials right. in Nashville. It's very limited. It was very limited window. <laughs> um, but what was funny is I got to do all these country music videos and since I didn't sing I would come on and bop around so Amy Grant's music video called oh, Angels I was on oh my god the video oh, I and see these. um and then Johnny Cash this was a fun story so Johnny Cash his he was doing Christmas special uh shooting in Nashville and they asked me to come on because his son was going to sing the song swinging and he needed me to pop up out in this pink dress again here's our pink yeah uh I common know. denominator and uh so the 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 son and I got to be buddies we're probably like 13 years old. And he said, do you want to have a play date? Um, I think they still called it play dates back yeah. then. So I went to Johnny Cash's house when I was 13. Whoa! And they said, you know, do you plan to sing? And I said, oh no, Mr. Cash, I, I don't sing. And his mom, Miss Mrs. June, I would call her Mrs. June. Um, I said, no, I don't sing. And they loved me for that. <laughs> they were like, come on. You're the us. only person oh, we know who isn't trying to get in on a person. Our- I, and I said, my parents don't know anything about the business. My parents were from the North. My yeah. mom is infertility. Uh-huh. Like my dad's a journalist. We, we have zero talent in my family. <laughs> no one's knocking on your door, Johnny. No one, no one. So I would go over and play. Oh. And then I would, then we would get in June Carter's black Cadillac and we'd, she'd drive us to captain D's and she'd say, sugar, she'd give me $10. Sugar, go in and could you get me some catfish? And can you get me some hush puppies? And, uh, because she didn't want to go in because people recognized her. Sure. And I thought, this is, I'm going to work for the Cash family. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to get them catfish. Uh-huh. I'm going to take care of these people. I'll never want yeah. to think from them. And I think that ability to not care yeah. um, 
and never express interest in singing yeah. was, you know, sometimes it pays off to not have talent. <laughs> Listen, for that's the advice. Another I want title you to, of my that's book. That's a real takeaway. <laughs> that's the colon and then underneath. Underneath like the subtitle. That. Yeah. It is. Right. Well, I, that does make sense. And I, but what I was going to say too is, you know, sometimes if people grow up in an environment where, you know, I feel like you hear stories of people who are like, well, my daddy's friend was so-and-so, but to me, he was just uncle so-and-so. And and I never knew he was such a big, but when you're from Nashville and you're going over to the caches, I knew it the entire time. Exactly. Yeah. You knew it was a huge deal. My best parachute pants. I had the greatest little like sweater on with Chinese lettering and jazz shoes. Uh I wanted to look nice. Yeah. Cause that's what you wear when you want to look nice. Everyone knows in the eighties to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Big old hair. Chinese letters. What are the Chinese letters? I don't know what it said. Cause I wasn't. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't something we cared. Like we need, we didn't think we needed to know. Never had an interesting finger on what those letters meant. (laughs) Um, but Capizio jazz shoes. Oh yeah. Um, and I remember the first time I met him, he was upside down in one of those stretch. Mr. Cash was upside down in the stretch machines oh yeah you know, like inverter. gravity boots or gravity, oh, the gravity actual boots. yeah where you're yeah. upside down yeah so i kind of leaned down he looked like because we was all dressed in, in black yeah as, he, as you would think and yeah i would say hello mr cash i'm susan is he so oh, good to see you again hello uh, you know june's in there if you want something and it was just so i look back up with such fondness of being a child and and being embraced with such kindness and knowing too having the the clarity that it's okay to not have talent at something. Yeah. There's other things you can do in life. You don't have to be a singer. Right, 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 right. And it's kind of God's irony that here I'm born in Nashville and I can't sing and I grew up in this business where everybody, Barbara Mandrell was at church and all these country, we see Loretta Lynn at places. I mean, you know I'm going to get around to asking about Dolly Parton. That's that's like a... I, I, I'm trying to think. The Dolly Parton story I have is that she would be on the airplane a lot. I don't know her personally, but yeah. when I would fly... Because I've been on here 30 years. So I would fly home from college a lot because I went to USC and I flew mm, back to Nashville. Sure, sure. And she would be on the plane. She'd always sit by the window. She probably has a private plane now because Dollywood bucks are yeah. deep. Deep, 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 deep. Um, but she used to fly American Airlines. Um, and she would sit by the window. And she, they would always, the flight attendant would say, um, as you all know, Miss Dolly Parton is on our airplane. If anybody would like an autograph, please take a cocktail nap and napkin no and pass way. it up front. So everybody would pass their napkins up front. Oh my front. God, this and is a would, charming story. Isn't it beautiful? And she would sign it for everybody on the plane. There's never going to be some story that comes out where she doesn't come off as an angel on earth. I think she's that an is, angel. I mean, are you listening to the pod, this, pod, this new podcast? There's a podcast called Dolly Parton's America that oh. is out right now. It's by um, the person who uh, who created it is one of the two guys from Radio Lab, which is like completely not connected to anything you would necessarily associate with that. Although that is a little bit like uh, uh, This American Life and that, you know, you sort of get these snapshot stories about things, but it's a little more science oriented. But his dad, Jad Abumrad, is is the guy, and his dad is Dolly Parton's doctor, and they became friends uh, in New York, weirdly. Um, and so he ends up doing these just hours and hours of of recording with her, and it's great. You got to listen to it. It's, it's Dolly Parton's America is what it's called, and it is, I mean, it is so moving. Oh, like, I've got to. I felt so. I felt so moved. I don't ever like tweet. I have. I'm not a person who really tweets at people that I don't know or anything. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I was so compelled. I like had listened to the second episode and I was like wiping away a tear. And it felt so important to me to to tweet him and his producer and be oh. like, we just needed this right now, you guys. We needed this podcast right now. We do need it's it right wonderful. now. Wonderful. Oh, I've got it. Okay, thank you yeah, for that. I think you will really like it. Thank you. Yeah, she yeah, she's is a dream. Heaven sent. She's, she's heaven sent. N- she's none of a kind. I mean the 
listen, do, did she hang upside down? I don't know. I don't. Didn't I didn't to. know if she pulled a Batman the way I, Johnny Cash did, which makes a lot of sense somehow. Yeah, I love that I first met him when he was upside down. Oh, that's great. It is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, that was really, really neat. Only but, if you had met him and he was wearing like white overalls that would be like yeah. the other sort of like wow that is cool whoa well what was, if he was, what was dressed in that white day? that dressed in white and maybe meditating and eating quinoa or something <laughs> that would be that would be a really cool Johnny that Cash would be story very surprising the thing with dolly that's interesting you know how people say oh so-and-so is fake because they've had surgery or so-and-so does this you know, she owns the fact that she wears wigs she owns the fact that she's had work done yeah and i really think in looking back at iconic figures she's one of the most authentic people mm. she's true in her quote-unquote fakeness yeah right she's, she's willing authentic. to say this is what's real this is what isn't yeah. i wanted that right who cares yeah this and, and yeah. she's so authentic in being dolly yeah just deliciousness marinates in that dolly absolutely and i love that with people that are just exactly who they are yeah it's it is I fascinating know. it is it is okay we're going to take a break i will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at maximum fun Hey, I'm Aneke. And I'm James. And together, we are the self-proclaimed wonder twins of podcasting and host Minority Corner. We tackle subjects like LGBTQ topics, pop culture. And untold histories of American POCs, like the true story of escaped slave turned pirate turned Navy man in the Civil War turned congressman Robert Smalls. Plus current events from our perspective. Deep dive movie and TV reviews. You'll also get awesome book recommendations from their neighborhood-friendly librarian. Don't forget my award-winning Jennifer Hudson impressions. And I'm telling you. While never taking ourselves too seriously. Minority Corner. Because together. We're the majority. Every Friday here on Maximum, Maximum Fun. Did you feel like, I mean, it could be argued that, and, and this is one of the things that I love talking about uh, uh, adolescence because of, is is this idea that sometimes when you're a teenager, you're both your most insecure, but also your most daring about yes. sort of like what you wear and like, you know, what you try on, not just in terms of your clothes, but like who you are or what you're interested in. Um, and there's like a boldness that comes out of that. But then at the same time, there's like a, such a deep preoccupation with what people think about you a lot of the time. Right. Um, did you have that experience in high school? Like when you came into the private school, I know that was something that you had wanted. Was there a sense of like nervousness? Was there a sense of like, I feel like I'm finally going where I belong? Like how did you sort of come into 10th grade uh, to go, hey, everybody, it's I'm me. That I I was very daring then. Yeah. I, I and I was ready for change and I was psyched and I was working extra hours at the Benetton store to afford the school. Amazing. And in folding mock turtleneck sweaters and <laughs> loving doing that. I've yeah. always loved jobs. Yeah. I loved the idea of commerce and making things work. So I I was always like, I'll do high school, but I'm gonna need to have a job because I I love it. Yeah. I love to scoop That's yogurt. Fantastic. I love Little Caesars pizza. I know I, love- the, I mean listen, you're taking them all off. I gotta know what some of these jobs were. Yeah, oh little Caesars Folding, pizza. Little Ce- now what um, little Caesars Little that Caesars seems like is a sweaty pizza- sweaty work. That that was, but there was a real cute guy named Matt Shoesmith. Um, and he would close the store with me. He was so nice. And sometimes we would put the dough in funny body part shape and put it through <laughs> and through the oven if it was really slow at midnight. So I would do oh, like yes. a pair of big, speaking of Dolly, I'd do big sure, boobies with the dough. Sure. And then I'd put them in a pan and go right through. Sure. And he would laugh. I'm not going to accuse Matt of doing any of this. Yeah, not this Matt. Is, I'm just going to talk about myself. Sure. 
and own my own story, right. Janet. Yes, I appreciate that. But it was fun to put, oh, I'm going to make some funny Dumbo ears and then put sauce on it. And this, yeah. so it was oh, creative. I, I loved every time I could get a, uh, get a job and get a check and work. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. Does there, yeah. did you have a preference between kind of food service stuff uh-huh. and like the, just like textiles? I was clothes, pretty hoary like, about it. I mean, I, yeah. I, I did you all of it. All. I loved pizza i did as good as it gets frozen yogurt which mm-hmm. was wonderful did you feel that it was as good as anyone could got? it was as great as it could get yeah. it was so fun um, i do love for i kind of miss i miss that's yeah. if, maybe the number one thing i miss about like sh- eating sugary stuff do you, don't, you I, don't eat sugar not i don't have a lot of processed sugar anymore just because okay. like you know a doctor was like stop doing that because you have stomach issues when you know like oh. 15 years ago or something so i do have stuff that's kind of sugary but I miss going to like you know just the some sort of Sunday bar or frozen yogurt where Baskin you can to give your own topping so nobody's giving you the side eye because you're just in there shoveling gummy bears or I yeah. guess gummy bears maybe not so much but like snicker chunks of snickers and jimmies and butterfinger and oh, oreos delicious. and all of that all of it and being able to uh not immediately be sick or or just completely crash like somehow yeah. metabolizing that in a way that didn't make you go I'm never doing that again yeah just there's something about a 16 year old body you just feel fantastic oh, I would God. when people weren't in the store I put my mouth under that squirter <laughs> and I wouldn't put my mouth on it because yes, that's of course I'm not. not I'm not a pig that's right but I would put about four inches below and I'd pull that puppy down oh. and that you know, creme de luci or whatever, uh-huh. all those just the the coffee flavor. Syrupy. It would just go straight down my throat. Yeah. And I'd be, oh, I thought it was great. <laughs> Listen to Adamant. I'd turn up Adamant and I would just squeeze that into my mouth, which sounds oh. kind of porny, but yeah. um, it was, it was great. Each job was really great. Now that you've said so. that, I do, I can't imagine a Van Halen video of like a girl or an Eric oh, Smith video of a girl working at the frozen yogurt place. Frozen yogurt place and she's <laughs> touching her boobies yeah. and she's squirting down. Yeah. Puts it in her ear. A lot of ear. drizzling. A lot right. of drizzling. Licks yeah. it up with her spoon. Oh, oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. She's, hell yeah. It's so Van Halen, isn't it? It really is. It, it is. Really or rat is. or poison. Any yeah. of those groups would have had a frozen yogurt. It would have been Absolutely. like something about... Uh, I can just see it pull. She pull up in a big bike, like a motorcycle, <laughs> right? In a bikini. She get out. It's hot. She throws the towel down. She comes in, and, and there's like two. In the in this uh, video would be two Coke bottle glasses, like nerdy guys. I was about to say right, the like exact same teacher. thing. Yeah, and same. they're like, oh, "What's happening what's to happening? me?" And everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I'd okay. love to see this happen. Yeah. Uh, maybe less so at the pizza place, but I love the making body yeah. parts through. You know, I worked at Subway for a minute and we had to like toast bread, but it, I guess it always just isn't, it's always, it's in a shape. So it never occurred to me to like try to you can't maneuver twist it. any dough right. it's or already, anything it's preset. like that. It's preset. Little Caesars was raw dough. So yeah. it was up to, you could do your hand, you could do uh, the country of Spain, uh-huh. you could do a turkey, <laughs> you know, you could, uh, uh, whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. And it was, it was fun. Ugh. Do and you have brothers and sisters? I have one, a sister who's older. Okay. And so she lives in Georgia and has two daughters. And, but my, I would say the big, the background music in the room of me growing up in the South was having a gay parent. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was what, which I was not allowed to talk about. Oh, okay. Because 
the South. Sure. And the 70s and 80s. So, sure. Um, so I had a, a mom who is now able and is married to her partner. How wonderful. Which I'm thrilled about because yes. gay marriage was legalized in Tennessee a few yes. years back. Yes. Um, but they've been together for most of my life. Oh, my God. Susan, I had no idea. That's yeah, so great. It is great. And I'm really, really proud of, of the country being able to wake up to this. And people ask me about gay rights and how long have I been for gay rights. And I've said, if you have a parent who's gay... You've been for it your entire life. Absolutely. It is to me so obvious. Absolutely. And, but when our son was born, um, I had Kevin in the room and my two moms. That's terrific. And I just feel real lucky yeah. to have that. And I'm really grateful for that this country has is progressing. We're not perfect. I There's know. so much work that needs to be done. That's a whole nother yeah. podcast. But yeah. Um, it's important to identify those things and, yeah. and feel grateful and and you know, get hope from those, I from all so of the progress hope. rather the progress. than just, you know, cause they're, yeah, I think when things get really hard or perceived as hard by, you know, anybody who isn't sort of on board for whatever the <laughs> regime happens to be at the moment, there is a sense of despondency and a sense of like, especially with this administration, people, yes. people feel so like, like gobsmacked right. that they're just like, I just don't know. All bets are off. Like, I guess, I guess all the rules are broken. So I guess there's nothing anyone can do. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I, there's a, there's a, there's a desperation and a sadness that comes with that. That is so important to counterbalance yes. by going like, no, 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 no. Like don't, don't, give don't walk away. Don't and walk go, away. Like, don't fucked. throw in the towel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now what's so beautiful is to say my mom's wife yeah. and why that matters because so many people go, oh, can't they just be partners? Why, why does marriage matter? But there's so many rights, thousands of rights that they get by being married that they don't get if they're partners yeah. or they're friends. And more so when my son was doing his family tree in seventh grade, He's able to say now, my mom and her wife, yeah. we're giving him that dignity for his family tree. He knows his story. Absolutely. And that's something people don't think about is the, the grandchildren, the yeah. great grandchildren that will, we all get this cozy warmth, the security of marriage yeah. from them that that is so far reaching. Yeah. And that's what I'm so, I'm really grateful yeah. for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have a relationship with your stepmom's? family yes like, did, okay so yes, I it worked on both had, sides yes. it wasn't like her family was like oh no or you know right. they were open to right we, nice. we have all grown there's been lots of therapy involved there's been a lot of talking there's been a lot of tears there's been a lot of going through this experience together yeah um, and I think maybe if we had been born and raised in San Francisco or New York maybe it would have been a different experience but we were really slow like molasses it, it took a long time for all of us to f- kind of figure it out and sure who are we to each other sure who are her children to me yeah what, what's our good re- relationship like going forward um, but it's I have to say now it is as delightful and as sparkly and sweet as it could possibly be yeah because we've done all the work absolutely absolutely as as a teenager uh have when you were going to when you were in high school when you were doing the play um and all that kind of stuff were you was that something that you could talk about with your friends or was that that was sort of like my boyfriend which is hard right to be a young person like that and just sort of feel like oh i have a thing that I had a secret. Yeah. And the yeah. only person I would talk to was my boyfriend. I had a great boyfriend for three years. Mm. Um, Which all through means high school. that you were essentially married in high school because that's like an incredibly long relationship. That was so long enough. Yeah. I mean, really, I, like my friend had a, the same thing. She had a long-term relationship for like all four years of high school. And I, when I think about the amount of other get like hookups that she witnessed all of her friends have where like 
how mu- how funny it must it have been to her to hear her friend over and over oh being like, I think I'm really in love this time. And then like two months later being like, uh-huh. you know, it must have just seemed so like actually you actually perceive it as like, oh, bless. Yeah, like, bless I, their hearts. I'm in a thing. I, yeah, I don't know what's thing. going on over here. I was in a thing. Yeah. For three years, three and a half years. I've always been in these big, hearty relationships. Yeah. I, I love commitment and responsibility. And if there was something beyond marriage, I would do it. If yeah. they said, okay, there's marriage, but then there's this next level you can do with someone called <laughs> I would go, oh, yeah. okay, I want that thing. Yeah. I like, I like it. So, I like commitment so much. Yeah. I like responsibility. Because I feel freer in commitment than I do by being by myself. I feel freer. And you felt like that even back when everybody was just skittish as hell. Like yeah. as a as a young person, everybody's you know, scared of commitment, scared of commitment. I go, oh no, this I will find myself by being with a partner. I will be more. I mean, that's profoundly myself. mature for oh, I don't, to be a kid, don't you think? Uh, but this is a person making penis balls at Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I could make penises and balls as graffiti in a more profound way with pizza dough as long, so pizza I, dough, as, long as I was in a committed relationship thank you for your kindness but I, I don't think I was really a, a sage as much as just it I was always with really great people great knock wood like yeah. great people a couple yeah. dogs but you know yeah. that's, that's, what the, that's what the 90s were for that's right oh. just ch- got to process oh, through had a couple them. of fun process through fun them. dirty dogs <laughs> but you got to have that right like yes. you gotta you have to have a couple of things that you go mm, that didn't work out, but yeah. boy, it's a great story for the great-grandchildren. Great story oh. and just another way of sort of recognizing when something feels right in a different, you know, yes. longer-term way right. and all that you kind of stuff. You need the sunshine, you need the rain, Janet. Absolutely. Yes, you do. Well, look, this is an awkward time for me to try to recruit you, but having been uh, required to go to Mormon church with my mom growing up, Whoa. I would like to offer you up the opportunity to convert to Mormonism because <gasps> then you can get married in the temple and you will be married for all eternity. Oh my gosh. There's a few sets of rules that you'll have to follow including wearing garments not are they pink i mean here's what i would suggest and listen i don't know if this is like a life hack for mormons but i would suggest taking something very bright red and quote unquote accidentally washing your white garments with this red item like candy cane color and then you're gonna accidentally end up with pink garments and it's not your fault (laughs) no jesus wanted that jesus clearly wanted that of course he did so if you i I don't know if you and kevin are open to it you both seem you know particularly like you're game to just buy into a religion that you don't know anything about yeah not thinkers not thinkers (laughs) not thinkers considerers or questioners uh get right on into that because but you know what it's funny i make fun but that is one of the things that does really appeal to people um because and 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 when you're little growing up in the mormon church you're told that you will be that you know the right thing to do or if you're lucky your whole family goes to the temple and you become quote-unquote sealed as a family and there's like forever for all eternity now the flip side of that is like as a child you start worrying what is what if we don't do Wait, so if we don't do this, like, I'm just going to be lost somewhere, unable to find my mom because we weren't sealed in the in the church wow. together. So there's, like, How a lot of stuff this? that I had to do it. Th- my mom had custody me on Sundays up through graduating high school. And then when I moved away, I didn't she ever still continue. She, yeah. A lot of my mom's side of the family is. And it really works for them. And I and I totally respect that. A lot of the cousins have sort of fallen away like uh-huh. me. Um, but... But Did there is something. Oh yeah, I was doing. I mean, I was really. I was. I was not following any of the rules. 
I never went to the temple, certainly. Uh Um, but this idea of like, yeah, you know, you're, you don't worry because you're going to, you're going to be together even after you die. You're just going to go live in this beautiful celestial place with your family. And well, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Give me a check, right? I'll write a, I'll write a check for that. that oh, wait, great. do I give you one of my checks and then oh, you no, fill okay. my check out? No, that's what I was going to you... say. You give me your check and uh-huh. then I'll write it to okay. from <laughs> Janet and Susan and Brandon to the Mormon. Is it Tabernacle? What is the name? Uh, United you know what? Mormon? Let's write it to the Tabernacle. They have beautiful singing that. voices. Do you know that a friend of mine told me that one in LA, you know, the big one that's the temple on like the Santa Monica temple. Yeah, this it's, Santa, it's the, huge. It's it's kind of Culver City. It, oh, it's, it's the one by the Westfield Shopping Center. Yes, it is a okay. different kind of palace. Somebody told me that they had a cab driver that first got to LA, and someone told him it was Michael Jackson's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's believable. It is, it's very believable, and they were it's like, "Stop! I take pictures of it. It looks very much like it could be." Michael Jackson's house. It's so... Or Liza's house. Or Liza's. Or maybe even Cher. Or maybe even Cher. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's very grand and audacious. Yes. Yes. Their temple, well, that's the the thing is, and I won't spend too much time on this, but the the regular sort of meeting houses are extremely modest. There's no stained glass. There's no nothing. They're these very like, you know, sort of um, box-shaped little chapels that don't... They just don't have a lot of... They seem very... um, like, yeah, they just seem like a meeting place. Like, not really. You know, there just isn't, like, there's no crosses. Mormons don't really do crosses or anything like that. But then the temple, that's where the good stuff is. That's where they put the money. That's where the secret rooms and the baptisms oh. and the, like, the washing Ooh. of, there's just, like, a ritual, like, washing that you get before you go, you know, I want a secret room. And, such yeah, a I know. secret room is I know. cool. I know. See, look, whatever it takes, it's hard to be any one of us. That's my thing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to be yeah. spinning on this earth. Yes. We're spending every day and making choices, right? Yeah. Whatever you got to do to get through the day that you're yes. not harming someone or yourself. And not, and, right? and ideally not judging people for not, that's the, not that's being where it gets like tricky. you. Yeah. Right. But it's hard when, when, when you feel like, I mean, when, when you feel like something's really working for you, that that's like, that's what I always try to talk to say or think to myself when someone's sort of proselytizing not just with that religion but with anything you know someone could be like you've got to see tony robbins speak i am telling you this man will We're change your life okay? okay uh you know what? i'm gonna give you a check your check to write to him <laughs> i'm just gonna i i will get your checkbook uh but yeah you know what i mean but like have you gone to tony like, robbins no no i sort of want to go yeah just to do it i think some people maybe are <clears throat> suing him i'm not sure oh there's some kind of something a little touchy or something yeah well you know i was talking to it was it was, i was talking to somebody who had like was a journalist who had a story about that and it was totally shut down because it was one of those like classic sort of ronan farrow type expo- like an expose where he was like i have this amazing story and the publisher was like oh no, no no we're owned by such and such and such and such is friends with so and so and you are not telling the story about tony robbins Ooh. yeah Want to break this? No, break I was going to say, wow, let me just dial CNN with my toes. Please. <laughs> I don't know why I keep that phone down there. I don't know why I keep a rotary phone it's down there. It's crazy because Dana Bash is picking up right in now. In case of emergency. Okay, yes. In case of emergency. I don't know. Uh, okay. So <laughs> Lil Susan Yeagley yes. does not sing. Does no. do commercials. Oh, yes, she does. Music videos. Mm-hmm. Hangs out with the caches. And just so you buys know. Buys June's hush puppies. Yes, I, I, I bought her catfish and her hush puppies. Just so you know what the monetary breakdown was for this. Um, when I did Amy Grant's music video, mm-hmm. 
I was paid because I actually, my mother kept the pay stub. I got $25 and an Amy Grant album. Oh, they, yeah. That was part of the thing is you will get $25 for working in, for the day. Kind. And you get her Christian album. And they mailed signed? it to my house. Not signed. Okay, well, how many people were in that video? She couldn't have. I mean, Dolly she Parton could, was known to sign cocktail napkins from what from I understand. From an entire American from Airlines an entire flight. flight. And that's just one flight. Right. Amy Grant's not going to make that many music videos. She can't no, personalize a There were maybe album? seven of us and maybe eight. No. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to circle back about that and see. Yeah. I now I knew who. If we can get that signed. That bit. Yeah. That, Listen, um, I, I wish I could be your fan. It's just I'm so busy. I have so many other people that I need to be fans of. So unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to be her fan. But here's $25. But here's $25. <laughs> but I will. But for some reason, I'm sending her $25. I'm not sure what happened in this conversation, but I ended up paying Amy Grant $25. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I was trying to impress Susan. Is that I check was that we're supposed to send the Mormon? Yes. And ended up yes. with Amy Grant. The, and- the, the fact of the matter is neither Susan or I should have started our accounting firm. But we did start it. We did. And, we did. and now we're being sued. We're open for business. Oh, yes, we are. Bye bye. Uh, okay. So <laughs> you're, and who, how this, the boy that you met in high school, did he go to that same high school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, you really were like day in, day out. Always together. Married couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. Cause we, I was 15. So that's pretty much you're married. Yeah. Right. Did he live nearby? Near enough. We made it that, I mean, he would play basketball. So I would uh, get out of school senior year at 12 o'clock, which was so cool. And I'd go to the Benetton store and fold mock turtlenecks and sweaters. And I'd run the whole store and I loved it at the age of what, 17, 18. Then he would finish basketball and come to the Benetton store and hang out with me. Then he'd usually bring me dinner. It was very sweet. There's one thing I need to call out, which is that was he or was he not on the basketball team that you decided you did not want to cheerlead for? This was was great. Yes, he Objection, was. your honor. <laughs> yes, he was, but he was cool with me quitting. Yeah. And even if he hadn't been, you still would have quit because that's the Susan I know. Yeah, right. Because even if, right. If exactly. he had been like, I'm uncomfortable with this. Then I'd be like, okay, why yeah. not? Okay. Yeah. I would be. See ya. I'm snapping. Yeah, there's fingers. a lot of snapping. There's a lot of it's, snapping. It seemed like it was almost a shape, but it wasn't. It sort of just became it was a really, flurry. It looked like I was swatting a fly. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> It wasn't cool at all. Do me a favor. Would you dial an exterminator with on your little rotary phone down there? Thank you. Again, rotary phone. Again, so I can't give my address out. Your address. Oh, please don't. Okay. Please don't. Just send it right to P22, care of Griffith Park. Uh, what else did I want to ask you? Did hmm. you uh, did you get big roles when you started doing play stuff at school? Like, did you come in? Were you hot shit? Was it like, uh, hi guys, Amy Grant video? I'm here to play uh, the bell of the ball. Felt because I, I moved to this school, um, I was able. I don't want to brag, but I was getting top scripts. I was Meryl Streep <laughs> of this little school. <laughs> what kind of plays were you guys doing? We were doing Pirates of Penzance. Oh, okay. you so lucky devil. there was a devil. lot of corset, corsets. Yeah. I can't even say it. Corset wearing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved Gus. Gillette was the name of our drama teacher. That's a and great name. Isn't it great? Yeah. And uh, sadly, he passed away a couple years ago. R. But R. his Gillette. wife asked me to come back and speak at his funeral, which was really sweet. I was not so far off when I said you were going back to speak at something. You, you, your gut was right. <laughs> I wanted to go back in my Pirates of Penzance outfit, but I couldn't oh, find it. For the but funeral. just for fun, for the funeral, because Gus would have gotten that. He was cool. Yeah. He was just yeah. the coolest drama teacher. Aww. And he would do sword fighting in his classroom, and he would have us do really cool monologues and very avant-garde. He was from Santa Cruz, so we thought he was crazy Oh, cool, sure, sure. he was. Yeah. If you're from California and you're in Tennessee. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Awesome. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, just whatever place. So were you Mabel? Wait, you couldn't mm-hmm. sing. Hold on. I couldn't sing, but I would just, I would, but if you had someone I else chorus sing singing it. behind That's you, right. I, had, you were I had Taylor singing. Swift behind me. Yeah. Right? She wasn't born yet, but. Uh, side note, I wanted to be the uh, Pirate King bad. Oh yeah. And I've good. never, that was not, that was far too sophisticated for my drama. I mean, there was no, there was nothing like that when I was in, like our, we you, had a little theater you had a big and girl that was parts, pretty much right? it. You couldn't cross over and do. Yeah. I don't think we did. I, I mean, I got to be Puck, which was like very oh. exciting, especially because I'm very tall. So it felt like I was getting away with something because i wasn't like pixie-ish <laughs> um but the, that pirate king role have you seen the movie with kevin klein yes and i yes that's why i love because i was klein. like first of all i'm having very sexual feelings for a very hairy chested man at like age seven what's happening to me right. kevin why did i skip past michael j fox and go straight to mustachioed kevin klein yeah but kevin klein a, mm. And then a fish Yummy. called Wanda. Yeah. Oh, he just was. And also that was a very, I mean, there's a lot of ribald, <laughs> sexy, like he was very horny in that movie too. <laughs> so you're like, I don't understand. Like I'm having these strange feelings about someone sniffing a boot that's like inflating and deflating in his mouth. What's happening? Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a there were fun, strange, confusing times. It was very much a Judy Bloom book for you. Very much. Mm-hmm. Very much. Pirates mm-hmm. of Penzance. Yeah. Uh-huh uh I think okay I'll rent so that you tonight. were Ma- so you were mabel but you, there was you were but there you didn't have to sing her songs well i would just i would always do chorus work yeah yeah so i'd always be one of but doesn't many... she sing songs yeah but it would be but a lunch, bunch of girls and then they would we would all pipe in together and gus knew that okay. i was very limited vocally so he would bring other people in to like like they would these people do you like my voice isn't it beautiful it's a beautiful voice again i don't remember her singing the pirate parts that sounded like and let me say if anything and it's a bit of a stretch if anything it might be the pirate music i'm not sure that that qualifies okay. for like poor wandering one no Bye-bye. poor one no it doesn't qualify at all yeah. <laughs> um, uh, i was also the wicked witch again not a singing part mm-hmm. in the wizard of oz okay yeah i uh, didn't want to audition for dorothy because i thought that's too bland and i wanted to yeah. stretch myself oh you lucky um, devil did uh julius caesar in school um, which was really sad because this was really, I was really young, I think fourth grade or fifth grade. They couldn't find a guy to do it. So I wore a man wig. Um, I looked like a Donny Osmond and I, sadly the toga got stuck in my panties. Oh, and so no. when I did my E2 oh, Brute, so I shall die scene, no. I turned around, everybody's laughing and this could have really stopped me from being an actress. Yeah. Um, but I had my toga stuck into my panties, Yeah, you know, and that is like a quintessential like that actor you, you made mm-hmm. but you also you made every parent in that audience's world <laughs> for a year like that's isn't that secretly what all people are hoping for when they go see a fourth like grade production of julius caesar <laughs> you're damn right somebody's panties are gonna get caught and they're t- vice versa yeah so like that is yeah. Mwah. you know what i mean that's like it in, was real the movie parenthood where like all the shit starts to go wrong and things are being fa- they're falling over that's what you want from young kids doing you know mature stuff yeah. you want to see those well i want it now little, but yeah. i would actually love right? i love mistakes now yeah i will go I will, I will go and see a play just to watch the people that have small parts on stage and see what their stage business is i'll oh, watch a movie yes. and i watch the extras oh my god i cannot take my eyes off the i extras. cannot keep uh, oh, i if, love it oh, if there was a boom in the frame and oh. the shot I yeah. delightful yeah and the but the best still is watching tv commercials and you'll see whoever the spokesperson is blah 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 blah, and then look at the tables let's say it's a restaurant look at those extras yeah because 
that's fantastic for yeah. me watching those people. Yeah. Because what are they making? 60 bucks? Yeah. God bless them. And did you ever do that? Were you, did you go I was from an the extra, extra on ER. Just, I did extra work two times, I think, to get my sack. Me too. To get a voucher. Both of mine were Nash Bridges. Nash Bridges? Because that shot up in San Francisco when I was in school Johnson. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, he was cute. Listen, there was, a, there was a lot of chemistry on that set between I him and the girl you. who played his daughter. Oh, the girl who played his daughter? I think they were involved. No. Oh, okay. But you know who was very nice to me? It was Cheech Marin. Oh, yeah. okay. Had some pizza with Cheech Marin. Very nice, very funny man. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good to know. Yeah. But I didn't interact with Don, so he, maybe he would have been nice. But again, keep I separate? think they were very much together. Like, I really am pretty with positive he was having the girl a, who a relationship with the girl who played his daughter. Yeah. Okay. That was certainly the scuttlebutt. She wasn't too old for him? <laughs> no, I'm just curious. I mean, no, no, I, I love, I don't yeah. know him, but yeah. I'm just sometimes people that play yeah. the daughter are only 10 years younger. Right, right, right. And I'm pretty sure she was I'm, like 20 I'm in a relationship younger. with someone, just yeah, yeah, FYI, yeah. kids. I'm in a relationship yeah. with someone 18 years older than me, so I feel yeah. like I can say. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But I mean, she, but, yeah, I think she was like 18. I mean, it was, she was, oh. she was, she was not, she was like my, she might have been younger than and me. He was and I was like 19. I don't know. How old was he? 50? During Nash Bridges? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He kind of looks the same. So, Again, so, yeah, he my looks great. feet are going to Google this right now. I, on please your phone do. Please. I, in fact, I need a, a, a long-term intern if your feet want to stick around and just be my unpaid intern. I know you like jobs. I, I love jobs. I know you like jobs. I if love I can find jobs. you something for your hands to fold while your feet are Googling. Oh my God, I love it. I love Can it. you be here full just time? Just being productive. Just knowing. Yeah. You know, sometimes if you just do a load of laundry, if you're down about something, take dirty Girl. laundry then clean it after an hour and yeah. then you put it your little underwear back to the panties in triangles and you put that fresh smelling laundry yeah. in a drawer hello I that's pro- productivity i you love just yes. that is everything's right in the world i couldn't agree more and you go oh well i woke up this morning i had dirty laundry i went to bed it's clean yeah Isn't that great it's a great way to not work if you're trying to write something oh it's a great way would to would not, not right. be easier to avoid if you can if mm-hmm. i can do stuff around the house Right. I don't mind saying I am a real homemaker and I love it. Yeah. I love to garden. Mm-hmm. That, and when I say garden, by the way, that does not mean that there's any skill involved. It just means like this plant seemed like it was getting too big for this pot. So I moved it to this pot. <laughs> I get like, you know, it's not like I'm like, and then I ch- went and checked out on my sugar snap peas on their vine. No, I don't have anything like that. Yeah. But the movie, the, that movie, you move the pots around. That's, that's being yeah. an astute gardener. Uh, yeah. I yeah. pay attention. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. These are really hard questions. They are really hard questions. I don't have any answers for that. I don't either. Sack of garbage. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. These are really hard questions. They are really hard questions. I don't have any answers for that. I don't either. Sack of garbage. No. End of the show will just be five minutes of Biz and Teresa crying and screaming until the outro is played. 
So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I gotta get into this mash game with you. I cannot believe out of time. She has a flown. That was not Middle English or Old English, I want to warn you. Although when you said that your friend Matt Shoesmith, I was thinking to myself in the back of my mind, like I almost made like the nerdiest dad joke of like, oh, I wonder what his family did back in Old England times. Yes. Because it seems pretty obvious. And then, I I mean, and listen, I was listening to you. It's just my brain was having a tiny split second other conversation, which was also like, I wonder what Shoesmith is in Old English. And then I was like, oh, was it like Smith? There's something right. about Old English that sounds more like it sounds like it's connected more. You know, because I'm very bad at geography. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, it just I, I was like, why does Shakespeare keep writing about the Danes? And then I was like, oh, they're next door. They're right. <laughs> like, right. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're next door to each right. other. They're not in Iowa. Right. And they're, and and when you hear older sounding English, and I'm sure I'll get a ton of tweets of people being like, Janet, nice try. But no, none of this is true. But it sounds a lot more Scandinavian than you would think. Like, mm-hmm. but then it's like, oh, of course. Like, that, it would make sense that those languages would originally sort of maybe sound slightly more like each other. Right. And he could have been slept, really sleeping with a Dane, right? Oh, and then, sure. And that, that could have influenced sure. his writing. Ooh, let's just start that rumor. If Shakespeare was involved with a young Danish prince, and that's why Hamlet was written. Ooh, I would love to know. Wouldn't you That'd love to go back in time? Yeah. Oh, I, there's you so know many what? things I want to know. Done. First category. First category. You can go, go. back <clears throat> and, and either solve specific mysteries from time or Ooh. just visit a certain era, but you're in a safety bubble. You can visit, mm-hmm. check it out. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. Three times okay. and places. Um. Marie Antoinette's beheading mm-hmm. because I have a connection. I go whenever I'm in Paris, I go there and I just walk around where that is because at Versailles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, in, in the town of, of Paris where they don't, I think it's, they call it what the Concord, the area, they don't market where all the beheadings were mm. because they, it's kind of stain on the history. Yeah. So whereas in America, we would have an amusement park up, right, right? Right. We would, we would capitalize on it. Yeah. But the French, Rightfully so, don't want to discuss all the beheadings. So something with the beheadings. Okay, great. Okay. Marie Antoinette got it. Yeah. Because um, I'm not for beheading people. <laughs> Just don't tweet me. the takeaway from yeah. anyone is okay. going to be that you're for No one's getting people. that takeaway. Yeah. I would also love, what am I drawn to? Um, oh, Victorian times would be lovely. Yeah. I mean, of course, I, I don't like that they didn't have Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. but the clothing the sense of walking through town with a basket with eggs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and getting fresh eggs and, mm-hmm. and the, the propriety the manners the mm-hmm. old school manners can we agree mm-hmm. that there's a reason why a lot of horror takes place with the victorian era furniture and clothes and stuff though like yes. isn't that sort of the creepiest time it's ghostly it's ghostly yes you always feel even though in those victorian homes that they're they're haunted yeah there is something and the women you know women who are ghosts never look like they're from woodstock <laughs> No, they don't. In t- throughout they don't. time, yeah, they're not. It's a very popular time to die and become a ghost. Right, it was Victorian time. Too. Yeah, because there's no ghosts that look like Debbie Gibson from no. the eighties, <laughs> and they're never walking in a ho- around a hotel oh, that's God. very modern. I right? couldn't want to write this spoof with you more of a haunted place that's haunted by eighties ghosts. Um, where you're like, oh my God, she why are we doing this podcast now? I think we need her to be scrunchy. writing this. Her scratchy, yeah, her it scrunchy. wiggled at me. Yeah, it'll oh, be. Oh, God. Everybody wang chong tonight. <laughs> Boo. 
<laughs> was Debbie Gibson electrocuted? She keeps singing electric youth, electric youth. It's terrifying. Oh, you're oh so right. Gosh. Okay, Victorian uh-huh. times. Again, then we could throw in oh. the girl going into the yogurt place from the Van Halen video as a ghost. <laughs> she comes she in. She choked. She choked. On the guzzle, she was uh, guzzling that dolce de leche. And she, cho- she, was, she was smothered by it. She was smothered by yeah. a big fudge ball. <laughs> and then she haunted the whole mini mall. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, this is fabulous. Ugh, I hate to okay. move on, but you need, give me a third one. Keep going. Oh, yeah. a third, a got, third time. We got a lot of work Let's to just do. go 1950s, because I like happy yeah. days. Yeah. I, I like yep. those little poodle skirts. Again, we never see a girl that haunts something with a poodle skirt. No. But I feel like you're getting, yeah, at least that's costumey enough in a different, yeah, it's not like a laid back. It's just uptight enough that it's almost uh-huh. uptight. Yeah. It's, it's, it's proper. The whole grease. I like yeah. the Sandra D. The little buttoned up, you know, you and yeah, I like play, Peter Pan you and I play it. the good girl, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is why we, because we're really filthy. Yeah. We don't um, like that at all. No. Yeah. That was a very dull situation. But we, Fanny. I mean, how often do you, you and I ever go in for the evil? Never. Zero times. Never the like funny best friend, really. All, always like the one that reacts to everyone else. Like country oh, club. You're crazy. Yeah. Or country club. Country yeah. Or, club. or like upscale bitchy mm-hmm. or flight attendant with a heart of gold. Yeah. hundred percent. Like two peas in a pod. Not that I garden. Uh, okay. Two peas in a podcast. Oh. <laughs> hey, oh, Hey, oh, Hey, no. what, what you do oh. now? <laughs> hey, I'm cheering. I'm back to cheering. <laughs> The, the classic to your hey 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 what you doing <laughs> i've forgotten <laughs> i forgot how you actually cheer for tell oh, me more about your stuff yeah hey keep running hi keep scoring hi keep running and then i would always not know if it's innings or seasons or quarters yeah. or innings yeah i would mess up all the yeah yeah well all right, back to MASH. We can't all be cheerleaders. No, we can't. Uh, that's the name of my... <laughs> Your book. Because I definitely was never one. Uh, okay, next category. Give me three places in the world that you would like to have a vacation home. Whatever that means to you. Sitting on a beach or tooling around Paris. I would love a gorgeous flat in Paris. Great. Agreed. I would love an apartment in Cape Town. Mm, I've never been to Cape Town. Oh, I've never beautiful. been to Africa. That go. that is Cape Town is just so yeah. clean and beautiful and the hiking and the penguins on the beach the penguins yeah. on the beach I love that oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. um a third place would be back in Nashville Great. even though I have family that has they have homes there but I would love a big country home with acres of land and animals and yeah I can't guarantee what kind of house you're going to get because this is where the mansion apartment shack or house comes Ooh, in okay so you may end up with an apartment in Nashville I don't know I don't control that. Okay, don't. I don't control that. Okay, don't try to put in a good word or give me someone else's check. Okay, because I do not control that. Okay, next category is uh, this is a, one of my perennial favorites: three foods that in this life are either you know either they're fattening, you're allergic, you feel like oh there's too much mercury in the fish, or you know I don't feel right about eating this thing for whatever reason. In this alternate universe, everything is the same level of good for you. It's like no, not, no there's just zero negative ramifications for you or anyone else. Anything. So what I would just go for right now, let's say yeah. at eleven o'clock tonight, I'm dying. Yeah, a rocket's gonna hit me in the through the yes. eyeballs, and yes. I can eat whatever I want right from through now to eleven p.m. Yes, I would first order a baked potato the size of my head. Great. I would slather it with butter, sour cream, chives, great little hot sauce on the side, 
Um, How do you feel about cheese on baked potatoes? Oh, sure. Yeah. I'd put that all over hey, it. Yeah. I mean, everybody else is getting on it. Yeah. I would throw cheese on it. Great. I would say a loaded baked potato would be my number one thing I would have. Great. Um, number two, I would have a glass of champagne. Great. I like bubbly champagne. Beautiful. And I would have that and I would cut the cheese taste with the baked potato. That Smart. would be like a good mix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my third thing I would have, um, wow, it would be. Again, in the potato family, I'm going to go with the sweet potato. Oh, great. And then I'm going to use the butter from the first choice Mm -hmm. and bring it over to the sweet potato. Mm -hmm. And maybe add some marshmallows. You're only going to get one of these. Oh, I only get one of them? Okay. And now I've turned it into a a very sad situation where you're either going to have a loaded baked potato champagne or sweet potato. Okay. Now, third category, <clears throat> this is the romance category. So in this alternate universe, three people, it could be characters from a book. It could be, uh, you know, Paul Newman circa the 60s, uh, living or dead, real or imaginary, three that you want to have sexy or romantic times with okay. in your alternate universe. So I love my husband, but he would agree with me. I don't need to put his name down on there because Wonderful. that's, we don't want to use what up that category. What a waste. Right? Because we love him. Yeah. He's wonderful. He would take up all three slots. Yes. So I'm moving on to other three. Yes. Um, I would go Rachel Maddow. Great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two. Very strong pick. Strong pick. Number two, Brad Pitt. Great. Um, Number three, Abraham Lincoln. Great. Mm Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, Okay. Next. And right after he freed the slaves, like when he's coming off of that. (laughs) Because I think he's psyched, and I would be so proud of him. Yeah. And I would be like, take off that stove pipe hat. <laughs> or leave it on. Leave it on. Leave it on, Abe. And then he can't get through the door because he's so tall. He's on the so stove tall. Hat and then he bonk. Yeah. Yeah. But I like all, I like this, the crazy suit and the shoes yeah. and, and just everything. And he'd be like, hey, I just freed the slaves. I'd go, get over here, bad yeah. boy. <laughs> I love it. Very sexy. I guarantee you there's a pornography that is available to read or watch <laughs> Again, that essentially he, captures that, that. A lot of ghosts yeah. do look like him, though. Do you see that we're overlapping That's here? true. That's true. So many ghosts are in that. So many ghosts are living in the, the regret hat. of having the beard with no mustache. Right. A lot long, of regret. It's not even handlebar. It's, it's full on goat. I mean, it's yeah. not a goatee. It's, it's just like a wrap, of, a wrap of hair along like a chin strap almost. Right. A wrap of, of I don't know, hope. A wrap of hope. Yeah. Bless. Love everything about it. Okay. Three talents that you would not mind at all waking up with tomorrow. You've sort of downloaded it in Matrix style. You wake up and you're like, oh, I know Kung Fu or I'm an amazing singer or fill in the blank. I would love to be an amazing singer. Let's get that in there. Let's just get that in there and get that out of the way so that I am, I wake up. I mean, if I could open my mouth and I could sing Sin in the Clowns like Streisand does. Oh, God almighty. I would just lose my balls. I would be so excited. Yeah. Okay. Second talent I wish I could do. It would be great to be able to really cook yeah. and, and or bake in a way that is uh, where I don't have to measure stuff all the time. Yeah. You're just like, you just pinch know this, it. little scoop of that. And everybody's like, oh, have you tried Susan's yeah. little rosemary tarts? Yeah. And you're like, like, I know this sounds crazy, but there's a, there are a little bit of soap pl- flakes in there. You yes. don't, I try things that no one else is, that everyone's afraid to try. And that's why my stuff is so special. Yeah. It'd be the kind of thing like, you guys didn't know this, but like the seat on an exercise bike, if you, if you grate it, <laughs> it goes really well on top of a muffin. <laughs> If you grate it. So I want to be like, well, there's people that's like, it has actually got great charcoal in it. Oh, It's really good for enzymes and collagen. I would love to have these, this special uh, world where I could put in ingredients and just be so effortless about it. Yes. Yes. 
I couldn't I support that more. Yeah. Particularly grading the exercise bike. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, what's your third one? Third talent. It would be great to be stylish as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know those old ladies? I mean, you see them in yeah. Paris. There's this lady in Paris who's in her 70s, hair yeah. down her waist, just walks in. And I don't know if she's 30. I don't know if she's 92. Yeah. Just, it doesn't matter. Men are getting whiplash because they're looking. She's just got that like style especially i mean i don't know if this goes along with it but it's a fun thing to imagine having the poise that comes along with a lot of those sort of like just very together chic women because i don't like that wouldn't last for me like even if i sort of managed to come in that way (laughs) someone would be like janet and i'd be like hi I did not mean to dip that scarf in that coffee. This is awkward. Like I just, it wouldn't, I couldn't sustain that chic, you know, but, or I'd be like, oh. I kiss someone and then my, my slash of red lipstick would smear. It looked so good when I came in and then there would just be like a weird, like, Oh, I ate a bonbon. So I have that ring of lipstick along your yes. chin that you don't realize you get when you oh. eat. It's like, you remember Carolyn Bissett Kennedy, may she rest oh, in yes. peace. Okay. Yes. But talk about chic. And yeah. she came to a Groundlink show that I was in. When she was dating John before they got married and, or maybe they had just been married. No, it was before they got married. And I remember she came to the show and her blonde hair pulled back and she didn't say much and she was smoking a cigarette. And I thought, oh wow, no one's allowed to smoke in the theater. Right. And she was doing it and it looked cool. She had on a gray turtleneck. I can't believe she was smoking inside the theater. I don't think she knew. It was, well, yeah. not inside the theater right. theater, but oh. in the lobby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. in the okay, lobby. gotcha, gotcha. But she did in a way that was kind of quiet yeah. and cool. Yeah. And then she didn't talk much, didn't have much makeup on. Yeah. And the cheekbones that could cut mangoes, yeah. all right? Yeah. Gray turtleneck. And I go, oh my God, I don't have anything gray or black. Like everything, <laughs> all of my stuff has sequins on it or like a seagull, yeah. you know, that says, have a great day. All my, like, I'm just drawn to yeah, really yeah. sequins and pink and yeah. I love color. And, and I go, man, it would just be so cool to act like that. Yeah. Just to walk in and not feel that I had to say much. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> I know, it's very different. It's a whole different world. I respect it. Word. Uh, Okay, next category. Let's do three people from history, uh, as inspired by our Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Three people from history that it would be amazing that you sort of live in this, you know, perennially. perennially. It's not their ghosts, but like their essence you can call upon to either just laugh with or to get advice from, to get inspired by. Mm-hmm. But three people from any time and place. I'll go with Mae West. Great. Um, what I love about her, and then I know we just, I, I won't go on and on, but she didn't work that much, but she was so effective. She wrote her own movies. Yeah. She was thrown in jail for being scandalous on Broadway. And I thought, how great just to go into Hollywood, make your money, invest in real estate, which apparently she did, yeah. and live life on her own terms. So, and she's just interesting. Wrote her own dialogue. Yes. So Mae West, Gandhi. Great. And, um, and, and it's a tie between Jesus and Elvis. Mm-hmm. So I want to say, uh, let's go with Jesus because, okay, let's he go with Jesus. He didn't die on a toilet. He, he didn't add a toilet. Okay, great. Uh, wonderful. Okay. Next category. Let's do, uh, three. uh, Okay. I'm going to continue this, uh, trend, even though you won't know what this is in regard to, but on my podcast, sometimes there might be a situation wherein, for example, when you're talking about Matt Shoesmith and you said like, I don't want to tell Matt's story, you know, you're like, I'm just going to tell my side of the body parts that I would make, but he was there. There in a, in a different podcast, I might have said, 
because I've done this to people before. Well, why don't we let them tell his own story? Matt, we've got, you know, would you come in here, please? Like I like act like there's a surprise guest. Right. So the ant, so this category is three people that you would be so excited if I were like, well, I have a surprise for you, Susan Yeagley. And I like the, a person came through. Can they be dead? Yes. Okay. Anyone from your life, anyone, just okay. anyone. Gus Gillette. Great. There we go. Um, my high school drama teacher. Yes. And I will say my husband because I'm great. Kevin Nealon. I haven't seen him today, so I'd like to see him. Great. But he's not dead. Kevin, could you come <laughs> in here, please? Okay, great. Um, another person from my past that yes. I've had a, some kind of relationship with or from my past. Um, just give me a second to think. Please. Oh, it would be the late that teacher who read the Amityville Horror to us. Oh, sure. Miss Mars, M A R S. How dare she have the name Miss Mars? That mm-hmm. is so cool. It is cool. Her chartreuse platforms. Yeah, I wore those and stretched them out for her so she could disco. Did, and that was. A, did you feel honored? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. The chosen so at the time, one. It, we'd say it was child labor, but at the time, you were the chosen. I, one. I was a chosen one. You're, but when you I look back, blessed for having big feet for your age. I finally, know. I know. It was yeah. Great. Fantastic. So I would love to see her. I th- I don't know if she's still alive, but she's probably back in Tennessee. I've yeah. looked her up on the internet. And I can't find her. So, but it'd be cool to see her. God, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's do this final thing. We were kind of talking about. I don't know what this question is. I'm going to try to format it as we talk. But this idea of loving to watch the extras or loving to watch oh. the small stage business, and obviously that uh, feeds right into Beverly Winwood, right? In a sense, oh, yeah. like it has that real, which is such a beloved Groundlings uh, thing that you are. Let's say it. You're Beverly Winwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say like three. It's almost like a, like, the, is there a play about, like, like you zoom in on an extra from something? You know what I mean? It's like the side story, almost like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead right. or something. It's like, is there a character in a play or, uh, or like you said, like, is there a musical about, you know, the extras in the commercial with so-and-so? Like, let's put, let's shine a spotlight on the quote unquote little people, mm-hmm. uh, in, in something with like their own, like three different things. that would be like this fun, weird play you could go see, or does that make sense? Yeah. Like a musical or uh, no, it's like a weird from stretch. A play for, okay. So like take a classic, tele- the golden girls, right. Yes. Or something. So it would be, or it'd be the facts of life or, um, one day at a time you yeah. do Schneider, right? You yeah. would do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You would totally. Do, you would just focus in on yeah. someone. Is that what? Yeah. I'm or even someone less, even someone less than that. Oh, like, uh, Oh God, I was just thinking this about someone, you know, just one of those moments, like in a thing where you, where someone looks right at the camera and you're it's like a kid who's oh, just like a friend of the kid. And that kid just is unabashedly staring into the camera. And it, you, it clearly was the best take they had of whatever it was like, we, don't, I, we got to still use it guys. We got to use it. But they're just in the background as a child, just staring right into the lens of the camera. I want to know that child story. I want to follow that child yes. around. I, w- I would actually, uh, this, I would be interested to find out what people say after we leave the audition room. Oh, great. I okay. mean, that, that would be painful. This is going to be, this is going to, it's the, it's the huh. play about what gets said after you leave. Mm-hmm. And all of it. I want all the truth about yeah. from before the Me Too movement. Okay. Cause I think probably what's being said now is they're going to be much more careful yeah. and masterful with their feedback yeah. now when an actor leaves the room. But I'm talking about vintage when I went in yeah. for early early stuff in the 90s 
I want to know before they could say anything. Like I want to know what they thought of my face. Yeah. Whatever they thought of my acting and my accent. Yeah. Um, because I think it would be very funny and I'm confident enough in my skin now at 48 yeah. that I would be able to handle yes. what they said about a 26 yes. year old. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it'd be funny. Yes. yes, yes. Okay, let's find two two more together because I really did create something very strange with, with this category. Um, like what's another, what's another version of that? You talked about uh, the people, like the other kids in the music videos. Um, I mean, I would love to see a play. We've just established that we, I would love to see a play perhaps set oh, in the, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 we were, no. This is all you. When we were in, in Paris, we were, as, as people do, uh, going to see the Mona Lisa again, because I always visit it, visit her. And Kevin kept taking pictures of the piece of art next door, next to the Mona Lisa that no one looks uh-huh. at. <laughs> And he was taking photos of it with such zeal and zest yeah. because we've got thousands of people packed in trying to get their one shot of this tiny little picture of the Mona Lisa. So he just was taking photos and he posted something about this is the photo next to the Mona Lisa. Yeah. And I love... Oh, this is great. I love fame adjacent. Yes. Yes. I love going up to a big star's husband or a big star's wife Yeah, rather than going up to the big star and just engaging with them yes, and yes. being effusive with them about what their contribution is in the world, yes. whether it's a charity contribution or if it's, they were also an actor yeah, or whatever their thing is and gush because they are blindsided by it. Yeah. They're it, the life of being invisible and in the yeah. shadows. Yeah. So I'm very, very interested in the painting next to the Mona Lisa. I love it. Okay. Um, First of all, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and just the idea that the sort of term for that is almost the painting of the, like next to the Mona Lisa, mm-hmm. the Mona Lisa. Okay, so we got the painting of Simone Lisa. And then, yeah, one more thing that's like that. Um, I love that. But by the way, I would also very much enjoy like a musical about the like working in the the frozen yogurt place. Oh, with the Van Halen video being yeah. shot? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like a whole it's like a it's like a jukebox musical it's a, that takes place. Definitely at the a jukebox. Frozen place. Right. It's an adorable it's kind little of a weird departure. It's from a what quick we're little saying, run but... of the doolittle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't have enough room to write that. I have to write yogurt and hope mm-hmm. I remember what I meant. Okay. Uh, pick a number between one and seven. Seven. Okay. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to do some very rough math. When I come back, I will have an answer from each of these categories that we're going to build your 100% guaranteed fictional MASH future. Woo! Yeah. Let's get into this. Yeah. I feel like I am very excited to pass this news along to you. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, I want to uh, congratulate you on <laughs> it's a li- it's it's pretty close to home, but you did end up with a vacation apartment in Nashville. Oh, an apartment in Nashville. It's an apartment in Nashville. What if it's in the Gulch. I district? know where's the, mm. it is. If you want it to be, it can be anywhere in Nashville. It can be okay. anywhere. Okay. Uh, so congratulations on that. This is my future. This is your future. Well, th- it's also your alternate universe. Oh, okay. Because I don't want you to feel like you're walking away from your marriage just because you ended up with Brad Pitt. <gasps> you know what I mean? Ding a dong a ding. <laughs> Okay. You just split into two, mm-hmm. but you'll be able to sh- exchange experiences. So you'll know what it's like to have that world, but you'll also be able right. to live in this world. I mean, if anything, just it two- just makes me a better wife, Janet, if, to Kevin. Yeah. If anything. If anything. If anything. Anything. Guaranteed you're a better wife. Uh, and that's actually a good timing because uh, in terms of someone you'd be happy to have come through the door right now, Kevin, would you come in here, please? Oh, 
he got he made it he made it look at that he made it and it was like uh those music videos in the 80s where the band is trying to get on stage it's backlit i feel like there's a lot of like aren't there a lot there were it's like it's sort of spinal tap makes fun of it right there's all those all the there were so many videos it seems like where a band was like getting off a bus and being rushed and then they walk out on stage Looks Boy, like they that. know when to show up, don't they? Oh, they Even really the politicians do. politicians for the debates. They're like people rock are starting stars. to get really angry. Yeah. We just want in time. Rat. We yeah. want poison. <laughs> we want Tears for Fears. And then Angriest fans in the world. Angriest. Tears for Fears fans. Tears for, they are hostile. Hostile. Uh, okay, so congratulations on your surprise guest. Um, I don't want to upstage him at all, but you also have access to Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> Well, that never hurts. Listen. If anything, it's going to make you a better wife. There's no downside. Uh, it's going to make me a better wife. That's right. Um, I want you to know that with any of these people, you would have unlimited sweet potatoes. <gasps> Ooh. Delish. Delish. And good for you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, also have just the most... People talk about it. You walk into a room and people are like, what is happening? She is so stylish. What? I got that one? You did. Um... I know Jesus is involved now because that is a miracle. <laughs> I would have to take that. I would. Oh, you got I'm it. I'm going to be that cool girl that yeah. wears the gray turtleneck that yeah. doesn't talk much. Yeah. That's like, wow, is she mad at me? <gasps> Wouldn't it be I nice oh for, pe- for someone once I in their life to think I I'm mad at I couldn't tell them? if you didn't like me or if you were just quiet. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard that. had that. I've never <laughs> heard that. I've never heard that. I was afraid to talk to you because you seemed so cool. Never heard that. No, never no, heard that. You're too cool. Uh, okay, here's a, here's a place. Listen, you want to talk about people who are quiet and you don't know if they're mad at you or they're or, or, or they're just very cool. You're going to go back to Victorian, the Victorian times, which I guess is Victorian England, right? I mean, we're just saying Victorian. That, let's go there. That's where it originated. Victorian times and a Victorian corset yeah. and the whole thing. Yeah, like you want to see someone pushing oh. around the scariest pram you've ever seen. The scariest pram. That, that is sure to be haunted. Oh, and I, like I, I go into town for a bag of barley that has a big <laughs> scooper in it. That's yeah. right. You go, you bring your scooper into the same place where you get a bolt of fabric to make your own petticoat. Oh, that's right. right? That's right. And then I'll say, and hello, like, Joy. Lie. I'd like to poison someone. <laughs> I'd like to. Like, do you have any oleander tea? <laughs> oh, George, do you happen to have any fresh chickens? Yeah. Oh, I, lo- I love all that. I love the barter system too. It's like, I you, know, know. you know, I would do your laundry if you will give me a turkey for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. Okay. Because you're going to get there if you want. At you least can I can right haunt it. You can, a- haunt, you can haunt it as a person from 2019. You're going to be haunting the Victorians. They're going to fucking freak out. Uh, okay. What have I not gotten to yet? I'm very pleased with all of this. Uh, that just leaves us. Oh, that, you know what? That leaves us with just one, which is... Um, it, which is the what is what is the thing that is going to be this fantastic movie or play that everyone's going to be talking about? Uh, and I think it should come as no surprise that everyone is talking about the painting next to Mona, to Mona Lisa. <laughs> I just keep saying the Mona Lisa the as Mona. if that's. But uh, but I love that is going to be a sensation. I tell you right now, it opens in Paris. There's no doubt about it. I, so it's got to. It's a farce. Uh huh. And the but first tour stop in Nashville. That's right. That's right. As many productions do. Yes, from they Paris go from to Paris to Nashville. That's right. Uh, Susan Yakely, for God's sake, <gasps> thank you so much for doing the podcast. This is a dream come true. You're the best. This was so fun to wear pink with you in a ponytail. I if you guys know. could see pink us. Pink in a ponytail. Well, I'm going to get a picture. So we'll, yeah, we'll, I'll post it's, it. But we sort of need we to are remem- memorialize it. Yeah. We're wearing a sensible shoe. That's right. That says we're like a sassy mom on the go <laughs> shoe. Um, we have Absolutely. a nice blonde ponytail. Yeah. 
Um, we look like we could be babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go babysit someone. It's going to be super creepy because yeah. they're not going to be expecting us. That's right. But we're going to be awesome and fun. And we're going to read them the Gettysburg Address. You're damn right we are. <laughs> and the Amityville Horror. Where do you want, is there a place people can find you to look for you? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, check me out on Instagram right now at Suki Yeagley. Great. S-U-K-I Yeagley. Y-E-A-G-L-E-Y. Wonderful. Um, and then I post all the things that I've got coming up. Yay! Check it out, guys. I'll talk to you next time on the podcast. Bye. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.